You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Nine. Ignition sequence start. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Eagles 2023 football. Sponsored by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Tonight, your Exeter Eagles travel to take on the West York Area Bulldogs. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers. Darren Ziner and Nate Govan. Maybe good evening now. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Football pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media. Tonight, your Exeter Eagles take on the West York Area Bulldogs. It all gets started at the top of the hour, but first, a few messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. You used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. You're listening to Exeter Eagles Football on the Exeter Sports Network. We're coming to you live from York, Pennsylvania for tonight's non-league contest between the Eagles of Exeter and the Bulldogs of West York area. Along with my broadcast partner, Nate Govan, you will hear from sideline reporter Ava Strauss. I'm Darren Ziner, and we'll give a mention to Jerry right now. You'll certainly hear him throughout the course of the program. Well, gee, thanks, Darren. You're welcome. Hey, Nate, as we give some well-deserved attention to first responders on the field, we're going to talk about last week's 36-14 victory over the Bears. One that would provide some moments for us that we haven't seen from Exeter for a little while. Mm -hmm. But, Nate, we're used to hitting a few bumps in the road. Yes. Last week we saw how a young Exeter team would respond to that adversity. Well, you know, being down 14-0 early on, uh, it really just showed them and, and gave them a good test of what they'll do when I spoke about it in the last broadcast. When they get punched in the mouth, they're down. How do you respond? How do you pick yourself back up? And one of the best things that we saw is that in the second half, the Eagles basically shut them out and scored 36 unanswered points. So if anybody had a question, how would they respond? There's your answer. 
That's right. The adversity we're talking about, Boyertown quarterback Ryder Garris, early in the first uh, first half, he hits wide receiver Jason Oaks, a long pass, took the ball to the Eagles mm-hmm. one. Oaks then takes it in from the one. Add the Ryan Heff PAT. It's a 7-0 lead two minutes into that first quarter. We go through a number of possessions since first quarter ends 7-0. Again, we're looking at each other like, okay, we saw this the first week. That's Nate, right. a little bit of a, a slow uh, you know, moving engine there. But another big Boyertown pass play, nine minutes to go in the second, puts the Bears on the one-yard line. Kolya Savage, uh, their running back, takes it in. PAT, 14 nothing. Now we're looking at each other, Nate, exactly. and we're saying, okay, how are we going to respond? Well, and if you had been at the game and you were on the Exeter uh, side of the stands, it was literally crickets. You know, you couldn't hear anything, and the emotion was gone. The energy was gone. And for the first time, you felt like, oh, my goodness, are we in in trouble? Might we lose this game? You know, you had to ask yourself that question. But slowly but surely, they scraped, crawled, and scratched their way back into the ballgame. Exeter's fortunes would start to turn on a special teams play. Boyertown pinned deep in their own territory, forced to punt, ends up being blocked. The <laughs> Bears recover it in the end zone. We cover them. There's the safety. So five minutes to go in the second. It's 14-2. Nate, momentum now. Even though it was only a safety, Exeter got on the board. Momentum starts to swing. Well, and there's that old saying that, you know, if you let me get a toe in the door, I'll eventually kick it open. And that's what the Eagles did. That safety just kind of gave us some life and just lifted the spirits. You know, football is an emotional game. If you don't have the right feeling, it doesn't always translate to the football field. So Exeter gets the ball back after that safety. A little trickeration. Zach Zandier ends up getting a long pat pass to Nate Pashley. Sets the ball up at the one. Riley Martinez takes it in 14-9. The Exeter defense, excuse me, offense starting to roll. The Bears miss a 30-yard field goal at halftime. They go into half down 14-9. Exeter would receive the ball to start the second. Wouldn't take the Eagles offense long to punch it in. A 39-yard TD pass from sophomore Riley Martinez to Nate Pashley. The failed two-point conversion, but Nate Exeter has their first lead. Well, they get the lead, and now it's like, okay, we're back in the driver's seat. Driver's seat, excuse me. Let's right the ship and get this offense rolling the way we need it to get it rolling. We haven't had too much problem with defense in these past couple of games. It's how late or how long does it take to get the offense rolling, but in the second half, we would see that change. That's right. The defense asserts themselves junior Tyler Flanders a nice sack forcing a three and out a long pass a long run Zamar Paschal taking it in from the 7 22 14 the defense again comes up big a three and out Nate Paschley has his second TD of the game an 11 yard TD catch and run just like that the quick strike offense that Exeter has Nate it's 29 14 and and that's what the people came out to see there they wanted to see us go out there and beat up on a team that we're supposed to beat As this season progresses, we have to beat the teams we're supposed to beat and maybe win one or two games that are questionable or people think we might not win. And that Boyertown game was one we needed to get behind this ASAP. We've talked about the offense. Now let's talk about the defense. Mm -hmm. Relentless. Ryan McConnell, Joel Marino, the aforementioned Tyler Flanders, Logan Wegman, Zach Zandier, Keegan Sneering, Sabatka. They provide a formidable front seven. They help to hold the Bears scoreless in the second until the offense came around. Jaden Zandier caps the scoring with a 14-yard rushing TD. There's the 36-14 final. And the defense, again, 
is leading the way right now. Uh, a lot of the senior leadership on the defense is really doing what they're supposed to do. And I guess we got the anthem coming up, so we'll pause for that. All right, and just like Nate said, we will go silent for the playing of our national anthem. The United States of America, as the mighty Bulldog Marching Band plays our national anthem. So Riley Martinez would finish the game 9 of 16, 173 yards, two TDs, three INTs. Uh, junior Pharrell Caceres led the Eagles 11 carries, 55 yards. Junior Zamar Paschal, six rushes, 42 yards and a TD. On the receiving end, Carter Redding led the way, four catches, 61 yards. And we mentioned as far as Nate Paschal, those two catches, 53 yards, both good for TDs. So... Nate, of course, what we're looking for tonight, getting out of the gate a little bit stronger. The defense playing solid early in the season already, but looking for the offense to kick it in gear sooner. Yeah, have the offense uh, put points. I want to see us score first, come out of the gate, and go right down the field, score. And, you know, as you were kind of going over some of those stats, one of the things that um, you didn't mention that I think was tremendously important from the Boyertown game is – 173 total yards for Boyertown. That says a lot about the Exeter defense. That front seven that you talked about and that deep defensive rotation at defensive line really helps take some of the pressure off of our secondary. And people don't even throw at Nigel Meekins. They, they don't even want to throw his way. You're exactly right as far as the total defense. Boyertown, 40 carries, 51 yards. They had 122 through the air, as you mentioned, the 173 total yards. The Exeter defense on the year, 25 tackles for loss, four sacks, 15 QB hurries, five mm -hmm. takeaways. Sophomore Joel Amarino on the year, eight tackles, one for loss, two QB hurries, and three INTs. So Does he got three picks? That's right, three picks. So we're certainly wow. looking for that defense to wow. step up tonight as well. Well, again, when you're linebacker, has three picks, that's just kudos to the defensive line. That's getting pressure on the quarterback, getting up the field, playing on the opposite line, uh, opposite line, uh, line of scrimmage, and just making things happen, wreaking havoc. Junior Damian Gray has the ball on the tee. He's going to kick it off to Exeter, and we are underway here at York. Bring it to Jaden Zandir on the near side. The, he's not able to field it, but it does go out of bounds, so it's going to be a penalty. Well, and that, bring it out to the 40-yard line. It'll be first and 10 Exeter. When that ball hit the ground, it kind of landed flat and bounced awkward. It, it almost looked like the, the field was fake. So I can see why uh, Zandir had a little bit of problem fielding that one. 
talking about the Bulldogs while we wait for Exeter to come on. They're led by head coach Ron Miller. He's beginning his second stint with the Bulldogs. He was their coach between 2006 and 2014. He went 86 and 25 over those nine seasons, including a 3A district title in 2008. So not quite to the level of where they were in 2008. It's a young rebuilding program, but we'll see what happens. So Riley Martinez comes out in the gun. Pharrell Caceres to his left. Trips left. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. He's running left. Not a whole lot there. They put the ball on the 35. He's lucky if he gets back to the 35. So call it no gain. It'll be second and 10. Well, and the Bulldogs look stout defensively there. That's just the, the defensive line beating up on the offensive line. So they're filming each other out right now. We'll see who pushes around the other team more or less. Exeter breaks the huddle. Martinez will be in the gun. Pharrell Caceres behind him. The quick snap. It's a toss to Pharrell. He's got the outside. There's room. He'll cross the 40. They'll give him the 42-yard line. It's a gain of seven. It'll be third and three. So that's a nice play on the toss to Caceres there. And you saw number 80, Zach Zandier, going to kick out and, and make a good block. But our guards need to make sure that we get to the second level and get the linebackers. That's one thing that we really didn't do as well as I would have liked to have seen last week against Boyertown. I'm sure Coach Batinger mentioned that this week in practice. There's an injury on the field for West York. They're actually going to give him eight yards on that carry, so it'll bring up third and two. And, yeah, I'm a little harsh on the offensive lineman uh, being a former guard myself. But eight yards on a carry ain't bad. No, not, <laughs> not bad. Certainly not. We were talking about the Bulldogs. I look over at Jerry. Are we doing a commercial spot? We are not doing a commercial spot. See, what I, what I did want to do was was mention uh, that, that Nate said Coach Batinger last week uh, welcomed a baby into the world. Congratulations, Congratulations. Coach Batinger. That's fantastic. Is, is that his first, first child? Yes, indeed it is. Riley James Batinger. And as you can see, she is as cute as can be and giving a touchdown signal. Nice. So nice. Riley hands it off to Pharrell Caceres. He's running left. A lot of room across midfield, getting down to the 40-yard line. A couple of Bulldogs bring him down. That's what they'll give him, the 40. It's a 17-yard run for Pharrell Caceres on third and two. And an Exeter first down. And that's the big boys again up front doing what they're supposed to do. Put a hat on a hat. Make sure that when you're blocking and you're pulling, your head is on the right side. And when I say that for the fans out there, I'm saying your head needs to be between the ball and the defender. And that's how you execute the block. Martinez in the gun. It's a fake handoff. He's rolling right, fires nice. it right, hits Zach Zandier. He's got the 30. A nice block. Gets him inside. Touchdown. They're going to say. He stepped out. Ooh. Is it a touchdown? I think they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. But an incredible block by Carter Redding downfield, one of those decleaters. The Bulldog coach, Ron Miller, actually looking for some type of penalty there. Well, that was a clean hit by Carter Redding. He's not a dirty football player, so uh, coach can go ahead with that. But again, anytime you see long runs downfield, there's usually a receiver blocking downfield, a la Carter Redding, cleaning clocks. I'm taking a look to see where they're marking the football as to where he may have stepped out. They finally put the ball on the 17-yard line. So it's a 23-yard catch. 
and run for Zach Zandier. And I'm curious to see what the coaching matchup is going to look like, that, that chess match between coaches. We've got two young teams, but two very experienced coaches and coaching staffs. So I'm curious to see how York will adjust to this pounding that they're taking early. Continuing to give you some background information on the Bulldogs, they come into tonight's game 0-2 on the year, losses to Elko 42-18, 20-6 to Red Lion. They're led by quarterback Isaac Roberts. He's a 5-foot, 10-inch, 174-pound junior. Uh, we'll give you some stats as far as those games, but here's something where they have a coach, Nate, right now with Ron Miller. Mm -hmm. He's obviously had some success here before. Maybe it'll take a few years because only six seniors in this Bulldogs lineup. Yeah, I looked at that earlier. So they're a very young football team. And we also heard to the grapevine that they lost two of their biggest stars to, to another local high school. So that never helps. Riley Martinez in the gun. Pharrell Caceres, sidecar left, two receivers left. No. It's a bad snap. Blow the and play it dead. looks like the Bulldogs, Pharrell Caceres didn't look like he was on his horse. He thought he might have been the only one around. Well, but the Bulldogs recover. Now, Darren, what, what's killing me here is that was clearly a, uh, a false start or some sort of penalty. That play should have been blown dead. Half of the line moved, the other half didn't, and the ball got snapped, and now it's a turnover. But I think that was poor officiating on that call, personally. So the Bulldogs recover on their own 27-yard line. That's where it will be first and 10. Well, and here's a problem that we had. We can't afford to turn the ball over. But when you have a young team, things like that will happen. So the QB is going to be Isaac Roberts under the gun. He's got the eye behind him. Single receiver to the right. Under center, taking a little while to get the snap. It's a handoff going to the right side. Zamir Harris. A five-foot, three-inch freshman gets the carry there. Looks wow. like they'll give him about three, call it second and seven. Wow, the freshman uh, looked good on that carry. You know, uh, Logan Wegman in there, the first one I saw in there on the stop. But the future looks bright when you got freshmen carrying the football. Uh, I guess there's two ways to look at that. That would be the glass half full. Absolutely. So take the ball out to just the 29-yard line. So they'll give him two yards on it. Call it second and eight. Roberts under center. He's got the eye behind him again. Single receiver to the left. It's a snap. Here's a handoff running to nice. the left. Again, it's Harris, but he's wrapped up right away. Casey Gerhardt in there on the stop. And, you know, I'm glad to see him come back from injury last year, and he's moving well laterally and really – coming into that middle linebacker spot. So we'll keep an eye on him as the game goes on. So no gain for Harris. That'll bring up third. In fact, it looks like he lost a yard. It'll be third and nine. With the ball marked at the 28-yard line, the Bulldogs break the huddle. Roberts in the gun. He's got sidecar on both sides. Two receivers right, one left. Here's the snap. It's back. He drops. He's looking. He's looking. He fires it to the right flat. It's completed to Sherrod Anderson. Not a whole lot there. In fact, the ball comes out, but they're going to say he's down. They're going to give him the 33-yard line, but it's going to be well short, only a four-yard gain. And you would think they're going to punt. Yeah, they should probably punt. Um, 
one good thing that I will say that I saw from the quarterback on that play, whatever they told him to do the first time around didn't work. He looked away and made another decision. You don't see that a lot from young quarterbacks. Jaden Welch, a six foot, 176 pound junior, will do the punting for the Bulldogs. They're short one player in the formation and it forces the Bulldogs to call a timeout. So I look at Jerry, he puts a hand in the air and says, hey, why not? 809 to go here in the first, it's scoreless. We'll be right back, it's the Exeter Sports Network. Food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Welch appears to be back to punt in formation. There's the snap. It's a quick kick. It's a decent kick. It'll come down to Nate Pashley at the 30. He's got the 40. Cuts it to the far outside. The 45 crosses midfield. And we'll take a look to see where they ultimately give him. Looks like the 49-yard line, and they're in Bulldog territory. That's where Exeter will take over first and 10. Yeah, great field position for the Eagles, and not for nothing, even though they turned the ball over down here on a questionable turnover is what I'll say. It didn't really hurt them too bad. Now, these are things that when you start playing good football teams in the playoffs, you can't have happen. Exeter comes off the sideline, goes right over the ball. Riley Martinez in the gun. He's got Zamar Paschal to his right. Paschal to the left. Carter Redding to the right. There's movement up front. It looks like the Bulldogs are offside. We'll see if that holds up or if they were jumped. It is defensive offside, so give them five, and it'll be first and five. Curious to see how Bauer continues to use the thunder and lightning of Caceres and Paschal. Uh, just two different styles of runner. One's a bruiser. One will literally shake you out of your cleats. So York is going to struggle with these two guys today. Exeter breaks the huddle. McConnell over the ball. Riley Martinez will be in the gun. He'll have Zamar Paschal, sidecar to his right. Single receivers left and right. Here's the snap. It's a little slow getting back to him. Throws it over the middle, but they actually kill the play. That's what should have happened last time. Darren. That's right. It was... It looked like it was a slow snap, so it's going to be offside or legal procedure on the offense. So the five free ones they just got, they gave back, and it'll be first and ten, and we'll do it all over again. Well, in last game, they had, what was it, 11 penalties for 95 yards. So, again, I know that they are a young football team, but these are the things that have to get cleaned up. Absolutely they do. Something we talked about all last year where penalties were a concern. You're giving up a full football field of penalty yardage. Not good. So Martinez is in the gun. He's got the snap. Hands it off to Zamar Paschal running right. There's a lot of room. Still on his feet. 
down to the 35 yard line. They'll give him the 36. A big gain of 13 yards and a first down for Exeter. Darren, he pushed five people in a pile. An extra four yards to get that first down. Jerry, that's a good assessment by you because he's a power runner. He runs low to the ground, and he gets his shoulders over his knees. So you'll see a lot of that happen, specifically running behind Wegman and Govan on that right side. First and 10 on the 36. Martin is in the gun again. Paschal to his right. The snap goes over his head. He's just able to dive on it. So uh, another faulty play takes Exeter out of some decent field position. They move the ball back to the 45. It's a loss of nine. It'll be second and 19. So at this point in time, I'm grabbing my center, the McConnell twin, and I'm, I'm saying, hey, take a shot of Gatorade. Let's calm down. Let's get the snaps together because right now, it, it just looks like he hasn't done this for a while. So I don't know if it's just game jitters or what's going on, but he needs to calm down a little bit, get those snaps under control. Something the Exeter offense is trying to find yet, and yes, they scored a lot of runs, but Exeter's still trying to find their identity on offense. Yes, they've got the playmakers, Nate Pashley with the two TDs. They've got Zamar. They've got mm -hmm. Pharrell Caceres. But you're looking for that cohesiveness, that play after play after play. And even at the quarterback position that you're going down the field, you've got to eliminate these types of plays, which, of course, stretch that field. Easier said than done. So Martinez hands this one off to Zamar. He's running to the right. He gets hit at the 44-yard line. He's driven back. So they'll give him the 43. It'll be a gain of two. And that's going to be third and long. And that's a nice tackle by number 54, William Baker. And he's a senior, so he's, he's one of the few that has been out here, has been doing it for a little while, and it looks like it on that play. Exeter probably in four-down territory. I don't think they're too very concerned about pinning them deep. They break the huddle. Martinez will be in the gun. To his right is Jaden Zandier, Carter Redding right. Pashley left. He's got the snap. He's looking. It's going to be a screen. Oh. And Jaden Zandier, too eager to run up the field, doesn't keep his eyes on the ball on the short screen to the left. He drops it. But a flag on the play. It's going to be against Exeter. The Bulldogs, it's a hold. The Bulldogs will decline it. It'll bring up fourth down. Well, I like the play call uh, by Coach J.P. Gibbons. You know, what you saw on the field before that happened, you had two high safeties. They're basically in a, in a, in a base 4-3, two high safeties, three linebackers. Usually when you see something like that, you want to call something toward the middle of the field. They called the screen. Zandere just couldn't come down with it. Due to the incompletion, now Exeter will punt. They're waiting for genuine Stutzman to come off the sideline to get into formation. Back deep, Julius Madden. A 5'8", 142-pound sophomore. Here's the kick. He'll let it go. The ball will die nice. inside the 10-yard line, inside the 5-yard line. They'll mark it at the 3. A situation where Madden thinking the ball will bounce into the end zone, so he lets it go, and it dies. Yeah, that wasn't a good look by him. Uh, now... If you're the Eagles, I want to see you get after them right here, right now. Their backs are pent up against the wall. 
Let's see one of these linebackers blitz in. Flanders has had success. Dobbles had some success blitzing off the outside. Let's apply some pressure on this young team. A 40-yard punt from Nate Pashley pins the Bulldogs deep. Roberts is going to be in the gun. He's got sidecar both sides. Receiver left. He drops straight back looking, firing it deep and up top. It's out of bounds. Looking for his receiver, Robert Moore, a 5'11", 175-pound freshman. Nate, again, you talk about the youth on this team. Those, those kids, are they're going to gel, and uh, in a few years, they're going to be something to contend with. And that's the glass half full. The glass half empty is right now they're probably not going to contribute as much as you wish that they could. And going against a seasoned senior in Nigel Meekins, Nigel just uses the sideline as the 13th defender out there, and he has no shot to make a play on the ball. Second and 10, ball on the three. Roberts under center. He's got the eye behind him. There's the snap. Hands it to the up man. The up man, Jaden Welch. Not a whole lot of room there. It looks like they'll give him out to the five, a gain of two. Well, and I would expect that that run play should have happened on first down just to give you a little bit of breathing room. You know, I, I guess they wanted to take a shot, and I don't understand why you would test one of the best defensive backs that we have on first down, throwing it deep, but I'm not the coach. I'm just a talking head in the booth. So the Bulldogs in the huddle, clock winding down. We're under five and a half to go here in the first, still scoreless. They break the huddle. Roberts will be on the gun. He's got the eye to his right, two receivers right. He's rolling right on the snap, looking. He throws right over the head of his intended receiver, Sherrod Anderson. It's going to be incomplete on fourth down. And not for nothing, Anderson ran a good probably 10-yard out, and he looked to be open, but it just sailed over top of his head. So the Bulldogs will kick it away. Jaden Welch again. But before that happens, waiting for the officials to put the ball in play. Nate Pashley stands at his own 34. They try to kick it away from him. It's not a very good kick. Great field It'll position bounce again. at the 30, literally to the 31-yard line. So a 26-yard punt. And Exeter will take over first and 10. They'll put the ball on the 30. So now it's time to capitalize on this good field position. Second time in a row. We got good field position. We got to score. All right. Exeter comes off the sideline. First and 10. Ball on the 30. Martinez will be in the gun. Taking a look, he's got Jaden Ware behind him. Gives him the ball. He's running right. He'll get the 30. Maybe two yards on the play. It'll be second and eight. Well, and that's a good job by number six, Jackson Ferber, of just stringing the play outside. We ran that toss earlier in the game, and it was successful. Not that time. The defense was ready for it. Exeter huddles up. Four and a half to go here in the first. McConnell over the ball. Carter Redding will be split wide right. Nate Pashley left. Jaden Zandier in the backfield faked the handoff. Martinez rolling left. Throws it left. Nice grab by Genuine Stutzman. 
a, actually a, a really low throw that he made a nice adjustment reaching out and pulling it in. He's able to uh, get by the far sideline, takes it all the way down to the 23-yard line. Well, he bobbled it with one hand and brought it in with one hand, so that's a nice ball concentration by Genuine out there. But you see they're dragging both tight ends. I thought Riley was going to hit Zach Zandier over the middle, but for some reason he checked off the Genuine, and it worked out. That's actually a 10-yard pass. Mark it on the 18 first and 10. Martinez in the gun, drops straight back, throwing it up. There's contact on the left side, but it seemed to be incidental. The ball falls harmlessly over their heads, so it's incomplete. And it was definitely incidental contact. But what I hope that Riley Martinez is seeing is that whenever he's got number 80, a 6'5", Zach Zandier, on a 5'8", Sherrod Anderson, that's where the rock needs to go. Second and 10 ball in the 18. Carter Redding wide right. Martinez in the gun. Stutzman slot right. Jaden Zandier will take the handoff. He's running right. He'll take the 25, still on his feet, still on his feet. He'll battle his way down. I said the 25, I meant the 15. <laughs> tell you, sometimes just looking at the uh, yard markers here. Well, it's been a hot couple of days, Darren. That's so. what I'm going to attribute it to. So let's see where they put the ball on the 11-yard line. So call it a seven-yard gain. It'll be third and three. Third and three, so let's, let's power the ball. We've got a nice physical offensive line. I don't want to see a pass play here. Here's the snap, handed off to Zandir. He's Thank running you. left. There's a lot of room. He's got the corner and the end zone touchdown. And that's a great job by the offensive line. You saw number 61 go there in a second, pull on that counter trade type of play, kick his guy inside and allow Zandir to get the corner and get into the end zone. That's the way it's supposed to be done. 3-16 to go here in the first. 6-0 Exeter. And Darren, you didn't see a whole lot of that pulling last week against Boyertown. And I think because we didn't execute our pulls well against Daniel Boone, so we probably brushed up on it this week. Ooh, it just barely got in. That's good. Put your hands up. Good job. Jacob Franick able to just get it over the crossbar. And when we say that, it landed on top of the crossbar and skidded over. Literally landed on top of the crossbar. All right. 3.16 to go here in the first 7-0 Exeter. We've got time for a break. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back. 7 nothing Exeter on the strength of the 11-yard touchdown run by Jaden Zandier. Not in the mix at the beginning of the season, but yep. obviously Coach Bauer sees something there and it pays dividends. Yeah, he, he took advantage of the speed since it was a run to the outside, and that was a good play. Here's Frannick kicking off. 
Ball taken at the 12. Aiden Dobbleton on the stop there. Julius Madden on the return for the Bulldogs. He'll bring it out to seeing where they mark it. The 22-yard line. And that's where the Bulldogs will have it first and 10. Okay, so we'll see what the Bulldogs do. See what kind of drive they decide to put together. If I'm the coach right now, I'm keeping the ball on the ground, and I'm trying to let these young guys get their sea legs underneath of them. If I'm Exeter, pin your ears back, go. Roberts will be in the gun. He'll have Donovan Ryber in the backfield with him. Here's the snap. It's a handoff to Ryber. There's nothing, not much there. Nice job holding on to him, Casey Gerhardt, till the backup could arrive to take him down. It's going to be a loss of, call it two, it'll be second and 12. And that's number 77, Ryan McConnell, coming in to clean things up. He's a very physical ball player. He likes to come in and lay the lumber. And I just love guys like that, man, you know, because football is a physical sport. And um, when you hit them hard, they remember it, Darren. Second and 12, ball just outside the 20. Roberts will be in the gun. I'm taking a look. Is it still Roberts? Yes, it is. He takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He's going to run right up the middle. He'll get the 25. They'll give him the 26-yard line. It's a six-yard run, and it'll be third and six. So mark that play on your notes there. I guarantee you they're going to come back to that play. When I spoke earlier about putting your ears back and taking off, they're noticing that Exeter's linemen are getting up the field. That's why you call draw plays to counteract that type of activity. They're going to come back to that if we don't get that under wraps. That same play, you scored on a 23-yard keeper against Red Lions, so you're right. Expect to see that one again. So Roberts is in the gun. To his right is Ryber. Two receivers right, one left. There's the snap. He drops straight back. He had... Flanders in his face, tries to throw it out to the right. A little pinball action by Gavin Reiking, but it falls harmlessly to the turf. It's incomplete. It'll bring up fourth down. And again, there's that pressure that makes it a fun time to be in an Exeter in the Exeter secondary. And when you're getting pressure on the quarterback like that, your DBs look really good. Welch will kick it away for the Bulldogs. Nate Pashley stands at his own 45-yard line. Winding down here to 1.30 to go here in the first. Here's a punt, goes well out of bounds. They're simply trying to keep it away from Nate Pashley. I guess so. And right before we go back to the action, we're going to go to Ava Strauss, our sideline reporter. Okay, so I'm here with Exeter's number 59 senior, Keegan Sneeringer Sabadka's mother. After watching your son play and it now being his senior year, what is the biggest difference you see in him as an athlete? Keegan started playing football when he was in seventh grade. Um, you can see the love of, of football grow for him over the past few years. He's become stronger, more determined, and he just has a lot of heart for the game and for his teammates, and he's just doing a great job. I'm so proud of him. Awesome, thank you. Exeter breaks the huddle first and 10 on the Bulldog 45-yard line. Martinez in the gun, hands it off to the right side. It's Pharrell Caceres. He'll get about two yards. He's taken down. It'll be second and eight. Yeah, just a good defensive stop by York there. So we got to continue to work on staying on our blocks and making better blocks up front. 
a young Bulldog defense doing a fairly nice job thus far on the inside against Exeter, the, the Exeter run game. Martinez now in the gun. He's going to fake the handoff, drop straight back, throws it down the middle. Oh, just off the fingertips of genuine Stutzman at the 20-yard line. Aye, aye, aye. Incomplete. Well, he had genuine and he had Zach streaking the scenes, basically. Now, the problem why he did not complete that pass, Darren, is because he's backpedaling and throwing off of his back foot. So whether that's due to some of the pressure or just him just being a little flustered, that's where the maturity has to come in. Get your feet set, get your hips right, and just take a little bit off that ball. We've seen a few of his INTs coming for that reason off the back foot. Here's a handoff to Farrell. There's right side a again. lot of room. Breaking Ooh. through inside the 20, the 10, the 5. Let's go. That's touchdown. Touchdown, Exeter. Wow. A 43-yard touchdown wow. run. Maybe 44, depending on where you look at it. Needless to say, Exeter's second touchdown. 44.6 to go here in the first. So you talk about when, when we watch these big runs, you know, you see them coming a lot off of the right-hand side. So you got Govan, you've got Wegman, but also on that play you had Genuine Stutzman making a real big-time block down the field. And I said something to Genuine the other day, Darren. I told him, I said, listen, Genuine, when I watch the tape, I need you to block a little bit better. And he looked at me and said, well, well, coach, you mean me? I always, I said, listen, man, I watched the film. I need you to block better. I can't wait to talk to him about that play. They're discussing the lightning. They just saw a particularly vivid uh, bolt of lightning in the sky. And they're talking about it. Safety first out here, so Indeed. I can definitely understand. Well, you know, all you can do is wait it out, but if you see one or two more, then, you know, you kind of have to go with the action plan in place because um, to the far right of the field, it is extremely dark. To the far left of the field, it looks a lot better. But you letting him go. He's letting Look, him go? Looking at the head official, he's getting into position. I think as, as long as it's in the distance, we'll be okay. It gets closer, then there might be a decision to make. So Franick waiting for the snap, Redding with the hold. He puts a foot through it. Nice. He splits the uprights, and it's good. 44.6 seconds to go here in the first. 14-0 Exeter will be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network.
The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Back. Well, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, we're back. Jerry's supposed to give me a signal, but he's still, you know, wherever he's looking. I You're think supposed to pay attention to me, Darren. All <laughs> eyes All on me, Ah, come on. All, the time. All right. All the time. So let's give our listeners an update. 44.6 seconds to go here in the first. So they allowed Exeter to kick the PAT. There is lightning in the distance to our west. So they've called the game temporarily, Nate. They're telling us a half hour. So we'll see mm -hmm. as far as what conditions we're under at 8 o'clock. Uh, before we actually go there, though, we can actually give them some scores. As you'll hear, weather playing a factor in a lot of games that are out there right now. So just to let you know, we'll go through as far as this slate of games. And then after that, we'll go to music for a little while. But again, expect shortly before 8 o'clock, we'll come back on. We'll give you an update as to where we stand. And that'll determine whether or not we get any more of this game in. So talking about some games in our area, Reading and Red Lion, 316 to go in the first. That game was suspended because mm -hmm. of weather. Twin Valley all over Conrad Weiser in the second quarter, 35-0 there in a lightning delay. Pope John Paul II, again a power, destroying Burke's Catholic, 35-0. 4-11 left in the second quarter. They're in a lightning delay. Schuylkill Valley 14, Susquehanna 7. No indication of weather playing a factor there yet, uh, but there's the score. We move to, let's see here. 
as we scroll, scroll, scroll. Of course, our game, Boyertown and Governor Mifflin delay. currently currently in a lightning delay. Uh, other games, Fairfield at Hamburg, Muhlenberg at Daniel Boone, Fleetwood Upper Perkyoman, Kutztown at Pottsville, Nativity. Uh, those games we don't have a score for, but because of what's going on in the area, Nate, you can pretty much figure. So to wrap things up here before we go to music, Again, you know Exeter playing an undersized, undermanned team, kind mm -hmm. of young. Again, I wish that opening drive, we're waiting for that opening drive where they can take the ball right down the field, punch it in, get that early lead. Unfortunately, some things they still have to iron out. Well, you know, it's all about polish and execution, Darren. And, yes, Exeter has a young football team, but when you play – quote unquote and I'm using the uh, the bunny ears quotation marks when you play a lesser team you should make them look like a lesser team and we didn't do that on the first drive so that's what you want to see now hopefully as we keep going on in the season that won't be the case but right now it's like uh, we're almost there but not really in the backfield now they've got a three-headed monster they've got Jaden Zandier They've got Pharrell Caceres. They've got Zamar Paschal. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, that is formidable. Jaden brings a little bit more of a slash and dash. Yes, he does. You've got Zamar's power. Yeah. And you've got Zamar, or uh, I'm sorry, Pharrell. you've got Pharrell's speed. A little more upright, but you've got yep. his speed. So certainly a different look from each of those backs. And depending on where you are and what you're looking for, mm -hmm. again, a great play. Offensive line sealing that far end. That's right allowing Jaden to uh, get to the left corner. Well, when you talk about that three-headed monster, I think that alludes to the type of identity that Exeter is ultimately going to embrace. I think this is going to be a running football team, a ground and pound, and then pop it up top to Zach or Jaden or uh, Carter Redding. So keep it going. Let these guys get their touches. And the other major thing is when you – run the ball, your offensive line gets stronger as the year goes on. When you pass the ball a whole lot, your linemen, they don't become timid, but they just, they play back a little bit more. They're kind of on their heels because they're used to catching blocks instead of delivering shots. So that's good for the offensive line that they're running the ball that much. All right. Well, we've got 44.6. Just taking a look at the skies, uh, rolling in a little bit more now. <laughs> yeah, we will are. go to music again. They're telling us 8 o'clock. That's when we'll check in to see uh, exactly what's going on, and we'll give you the update. So until then, it's Nate, it's Ava, it's Jerry, it's Darren. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Catch you in a bit. Should be. Oh, you you grabbed the wrong you grabbed the wrong mic. Oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> so apparently I didn't grab the Darren headset, which is why you couldn't hear me at first. Headset. It could happen. So good afternoon, good evening, good afternoon. Listen to me. Uh, good evening, everybody. Again, forty-four point six seconds to go here in the first fourteen nothing Exeter. They have called this evening's game. It will resume eleven o'clock tomorrow morning, right here from. York, Pennsylvania, whether or not that game actually appears on the Exeter Sports Network, we will have that discussion, and we'll put it out there, Jerry. 
Yeah, well, we we got to talk to Nate because we know you're not available. That's right. Right? Oh, here, I thought you were actually going to say a little something, and you oh. just abruptly cut it off like... Well, no, I'll... I'll I'll say that, that I've got to talk to Nate to see if he can make it, if Nate can make it. Right. Uh, I can power it down here to make it happen, and uh, we'll see. It, it, it depends on what Nate can do. If, if Nate can't do it, I'm not coming and doing it by myself. That could like be fun. Idiot. Oh, that, that could be, could be fun. fun. Are you kidding? Could be a lot of fun. I might even pay for that. I would put a maybe Make a, that a pay per view. I would put it. Oh, oh, now we're talking. I would, I would put a five dollar bill in your tip jar to hear you call that game. Darren, my tip jar. I don't actually have a jar. <laughs> Think of where that money would go. <laughs> DraftKings. <laughs> That's where it would go now. Since. Since you are the betting guru, it I would go to DraftKings. I won $4.78 last that, night. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so man. that five I'm a pro. would disappear before it even touched your fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> it would be gone. So, all right, we've got Ava with us here. So we're going to talk to Ava for just a quick second. All right, Ava, you play volleyball. So tell us from an athletic standpoint, from, from the athlete's viewpoint, you're not, you want to play, you can't play. How do you dial it down, and then tomorrow you'll have to fire yourself up again? I will say it's definitely a bit disappointing, and as competitive as I am, and I'm sure these boys are as well, I, I can't, like, I definitely think they're eager to play tomorrow at 11. I hope to see them continue to keep scoring, keep covering, keep containing those boys at West York. Sadly, I will be at volleyball myself at Wilson Bulldogs School, but it's definitely difficult not being able to play your sport. Yeah, that sucks, Ava. I'm with you. Um, but you know what? Safety first, and the refs made the right call. All it takes is one bolt of lightning to make everybody's night real bad, so they did the right thing. So we'll uh, discuss this as long as you're standing here. Yeah. Are you available tomorrow morning at 11? Uh, yeah, I am. And excuse me being a little out of breath, more steps on the bleachers than I anticipated. Oh, come on, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Come on, Nate. So I'm just trying to get my life together. So you guys out there listening, thank you for your patience with me. We appreciate it here. But, yeah, I'm available tomorrow. Um, I had plans, but I guess I don't anymore. Do you want to come and do this game? You oh. and me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do it. Hi. Oh, Darren's not available tomorrow. No. Oh, well, you know Darren what? plans. I'll get my play-by-play feet wet. I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I mean, this okay. is what I do, man. I could do this sleeping. Okay, yeah, there it is. There it is. Tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock, we'll be back. Uh, let's make it 10.30, 10.45. Yeah, let's And do that. we'll be back here. Okay? Yep, yep. That uh, works. Can't wait. Can't wait. Let's do it. Perfect. I think we'll just uh, leave everything here. As long as we can trust them, right? I think we can trust them. You're a better man than me. I don't know, Jerry. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I will not be here. I think we're good. I'll be at my volleyball tournament. But I will okay. say again, thank you to all of our first responders, yes. veterans, and active military members. My dad's a veteran. My sister is a first responder EMT. So I appreciate all of them, and thank you very much for your service. Most okay. definitely. Good job, Ava. All right. So that's it. That's it. That's it. So, so we will we'll play the outro, and we'll be back tomorrow morning. Nate and I will be back tomorrow morning about 11 o'clock. I don't know. Uh, call it, let, let's just make it 1045. 1045 so we got to get up early in the morning. Early. we got to hit the Exeter Diner. Okay. Get some <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. You may yeah. as well make this an event, Chief. Yeah, might as well. There's might no point well. in playing games here. 
Let's yeah. do it the right way. Is there going to be a call-in segment for tomorrow's game? Oh. No. I'll call yeah. in. You call no, there will be no call-in segments. As soon as I run off the court. Okay, so, so that's it from here in York. We'll be back tomorrow morning, same spot, uh, JG Media, Channel 1, for the continuation of this game, which Exeter leads 14 to nothing. So to uh, close it out, for Nate, for Ava, for Jerry, I'm Darren. Tomorrow morning, make sure you're on Jerry Gelliff Media, the Exeter Sports Network, for the continuation of today's game. The Exeter Eagles and the Wilson, uh, excuse me, the York area Bulldogs. The West York area Bulldogs. That's what I really wanted to say. That's what you wanted to say. I did. And thank you for allowing me to catch up when I realized, okay, I'm totally off base here. So there you go. All right. So for the gang here, hey, thanks for listening. We will catch you tomorrow morning. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Eagles football on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Join us next week when the Eagles come home to take on the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night. Good night.